What's going on? It's Corey. I have a great pleasure of having Chief Rick Talbert with the South Walton Fire District. Uh, we are talking about beach flag statuses. We've had a lot of uh, red flags and double red flags over the past couple of weeks. And uh, we kind of want to have a beach safety discussion with our Facebook fans so uh, we can get some things out there that are that are crucial to coming down here and enjoying the beaches. You can ask questions. If you have any questions for South Walton Fire District's Chief Rick Talbert, he is here with us right now, and uh, we'd love to get your questions. Uh, you can ask us live. Uh, you can also call them at any time if you have questions about uh, safety concerns on the beach, 850-267-1298. And uh, Chief, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. No problem. So this week, uh, this past week, we've had some very tough conditions on the beach. Uh, we kind of see red every once in a while. But it, it gets serious when we have double red, and we had double red for two days. Yep, serious uh, indeed. I mean, double red, uh, that uh, takes a, quite a bit of consideration and study of what's going on with the surf out there. And I think everybody knows we had some extremely rough surf. So double red, honestly, is no joke. And uh, we know the ramifications with that. It's, uh, you know, it's frustrating for everybody to uh, close the waters. But, uh, you know, we still have beautiful beaches and a great area to enjoy. But we ask, you know, we asked everybody to remain patient and it's just not worth the risk. What makes up a double red flag? How do you guys decide that it has to go there? Double red is closing the water to the public. This is uh, surf that is at a magnitude and with enough energy and force that we know not even knee deep would be too deep. It would just be just out dangerous to risk your life to, uh, you know, we have a lot of folks that tell us a lot of different things about how they know the currents and the topography of the floor of the Gulf. And, you know, there's a lot of things we hear, but the bottom line is the energy and the power of that Gulf of Mexico is not to be uh, messed with and double red when we have extremely high surf like that and rough currents and, and rough lateral currents it's not worth the risk we're, we're looking out for the greater good when we go double red can you have double red flag on a sunny day does it have to be stormy you know that's a great question um, a lot of times we find double red is not just during like tropical storm conditions or uh, inclement tropical type weather it that's the part that makes us the most nervous is when we're double red or red flag where a storm or a front will pass through and it is extremely beautiful and the sun's out uh, everybody wants to go to the beach and it makes it harder for everybody to uh, risk going into the water but it can happen when the sun is out we have a lot of beach access down here on 30a how we many do. How many lifeguards do we have for the 30A area? We have a r roughly about 50 trained and certified lifeguards. They're seasonal, and uh, they work varied hours. Some of these uh, lifeguards that uh, we have that are providing beach safety and education to our beaches are off-duty firefighters, firefighter paramedics from other uh, communities that come and uh, 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 work with us here at the fire district and in South Walton. So we have about 50, and we're talking about probably 10 to 11 beach accesses where we're providing protection. Facebook users, you can go right now, and if you're watching, you can be part of the discussion. Amy Westbury said she's been here for a couple weeks and uh, been monitoring uh, the beach status through Great. you guys Great. and said it's been very helpful. So, uh, Amy, thank you. If you guys would like instant notification on status of the flags, it's pretty simple. You have a text notification uh, means, and it's real simple. You just type in 67 Four six three. Send that text. Right. You get alerted twice a day, right? That's correct. That's t twice a day or as needed if the weather dictates. And uh, that text will get you that message whether you're here or whether you're afar or you're concerned about family members, you're checking ahead before you visit. Um, you can check our Facebook page. Our flag status is uh, on 38.com. It's on, on our Twitter page. So you can visit any of those. 
All right, let's uh, double red flag. That is the the most dangerous of them. Yes. Uh, how many times do you respond to people needing help in a double red flag wow. situation? You know, red is a uh, double red flag is uh, extremely labor intensive because that is a close coordination with the sheriff's department and the fire district and our beach safety and education program to make sure that when we close the water, that is an all in effort where every available deputy uh, that are that are able to traverse the beach in their trucks, including our lifeguards uh, on their uh utility vehicles and uh, we have a couple small pickup trucks we're we're just up and down that beach for the better part of the day just reminding everybody educating them about the flags making them the aware of the hazards and quite honestly we are uh, doing a lot of preventive actions by identifying folks that are in the water getting them out of the water we have shark questions and we're going to get to those Sharks, awesome. yeah yeah because they're out there but we're yep. not going to talk about it. we're talking about beach flags right now so hang on for the shark questions that's actually kind of funny um we have a red flag situation uh tell me about the difference between red flag and double red red flag is probably more predominant than you know a double red fortunately for us over the last few years has been very it uh, very seldom uh red flag is something that's a little more common and that happens a lot of times when the weather changes here we have a front come through we'll get a strong lateral current out of the southeast or the southwest and uh it just creates um, along along our 26 miles of beautiful beach we have some known areas that are very susceptible to rip currents and rip currents are strong and they're they're dangerous so red we fly fly that with a very much abundant it's a caution to caution everyone that knee deep really is too deep. Anything past your knees, whether you're an adult or a child, is uh, you're taking a you know a risk. And yellow flags. Let's talk about the yellow flag. Yellow flags really is uh, moderate conditions where there may be rip currents present. Our guards spend a lot of time in areas that are known rip current areas that we may put up localized swimming fl or no swimming flags to uh, uh, advise the visitors and our citizens that that particular area may have a known rip, whether it's yellow or red. Uh, but for the most part, yellow is just uh, swim, swim safely, swim near your lifeguard. That's our, you know, our hashtag, swim safely. Be aware of your surroundings. Lisa Lathan says, thank you for keeping us all safe. This is on our Facebook uh, thank live. You. Um, thank you for that. Let's, let's kind of get into that, keeping people safe. There's two ways that you guys keep, keep people safe. One, with the information that it's dangerous. Two, you guys have to go in the water and help people. Yes, that's true. Our, our lifeguards and our beach safety education, it really starts with safety and education. Our primary mission here in South Walton and for our citizens and visitors is to educate uh, our citizen visitors to prevent them from getting into a situation that may require us a nine one or require a nine one one response. So the safety and education piece is our primary mission. Secondary, but very very important, is there are times where our lifeguards there's a great amount of risk that they have to take that risk to enter the water to uh, help a swimmer in distress, uh, a non leash say paddleboard or somebody's falling out of a kayak. Uh, Children that uh, you know are just having a hard time getting back in uh, through the through the break zone of uh, you know of an area. So we we spend quite a bit of time. Uh, our water rescues uh, it varies from season to season, and really by the weather. But we're, we get in the water when we need to. Do you find that you get more calls for missing children on green flag days than red flag days? You know that's a great question, Corey. I, I'd say I'd have to go back and look at the statistics on that, but. Um, it varies. Um, I will just tell you this. Statistically, we respond between us and the Sheriff's Department to a lot of lost children calls. Um, I'm always very thankful when I report to our Board of uh, Fire Commissioners uh, at our monthly meetings that we had, say, 40 lost, lost person calls last month 
but all were found. That's probably the best thing that can happen for me and everybody for that in that regard. But uh, we we go to quite a few lost children. You know, folks are having fun. They're at the beach. They're relaxing, uh, just being aware of their surroundings. But uh, we know our kids are active. They love the water. They love the beach, and they can get away from you pretty quick. They can. So I guess I was alluding to on green flag days. You still have to keep your wits about you if you're a parent because they can just disappear sometimes. Uh, I totally agree. On a green flag day when everything's pretty chill out there, the water's very smooth, it might be like, the, as we say, the Lake of Mexico, it's still very important to keep an eye on your kids, be aware of your surroundings. That would be no different than if you got a swimming pool in your backyard. Okay, I do want to make a point of letting people know we're not under a double red flag day today, correct? We're not. We are not. We're under yeah. yellow flag conditions. It's beautiful out there today. Come visit. Sharon, we are not under double red flags, but we are letting people know of the situation, really, because sometimes it does come up. It's not often, but we it have a double red up. set. Yes. We will we will tell you guys when it's double red. It is not double red right now. Um, let's talk about your staff. Uh, you've got a really large staff of lifeguards on the beaches. Uh, what, what kind of training do they go through to be a lifeguard here in South Walton? Our lifeguards go through some very rigorous training from the very start and all the way through the season. They are certified through the United States Lifesaving Association. Uh, it's very rigorous training where they're timed in swims, uh, other physical activities. Actually, every Thursday, if you come to Ed Wallin, about 7, 7.30 in the morning, you can get a pretty good look at our cadre of lifeguards, most of them that are going to be on duty. They, they train every day, but they train every week on a Thursday to do timed events to measure their level of fitness and readiness because they know at the beginning of the year to be a lifeguard they're tested and at the end of the year we test them again so uh, our standards high we raised the bar high we're proud of that and uh, we hope that gives everybody a higher level of comfort that uh, we're take we take that very seriously absolutely what are their hours they work uh, they come on duty uh, about 10 o'clock and they're on duty till 6 p.m. I say 10 to 6, but they get here generally, they're pretty dedicated. They get here about an hour early. They're checking the conditions, helping with selection of the beach flags for that day, for that morning, and uh, getting their equipment ready. And then weather dictating if we need to, like we did this past week with uh, the double red condition that we had for a little over a day, uh, we may keep our guards on for an additional amount of hours till dark just to make sure that we're keeping folks out of the water. We have an update from John Irvin at the Visit South Walton uh, gang over there. Uh, the text number is changing. We talked about this, right. and uh, this is uh, I, I can screenshot this and send it to you. But uh, awesome. John is giving us an update, and it is in the uh, footer here for the video we're doing for Facebook right now. The new text number is changing to three one two seven nine. Go ahead and put that in your phone as well. Three one two seven nine. Three one two seven nine. So go ahead and change that, and uh, that is going to be your new number for the beach Excellent. updates. And it's awesome to get those because it kind of tells you a couple things. might not be a great day to go in the water. It might be fantastic uh, to go ahead That's and get right. in the water. And uh, there, there could just be the, a storm coming right. you might not know about. So it's kind of... Kind yeah. of good to have that. It's great to have that number. Like I said, whether you're here or you're uh, visiting or you're getting ready to visit. And I just quick shout out to John and, and the team over at the Tourist Development Council. We uh, work very closely with them. They do a great job for us. John is a, a staunch advocate of what we're doing out here from a safety and education uh, aspect. And uh, we appreciate him and, and what they're doing there for us. Absolutely. They're great. And we are live on Facebook right now. If you guys have any questions, we are with Chief Rick Talbert with the South Walton Fire District. Uh, it is swfd.org. They have a ton of information on there about the beaches, safety around here, bonfires, anything you guys All would that. really need to know. All of they that. have it there for you. So ask some questions. If you have any questions right now, uh, the chief is in here with us at the 30A Radio Airstream here at Gulf Place. Uh, thank you for coming down here. How has it been this summer? 
It's been great. Uh, crowds have been here. Uh, the beaches have been crowded. The weather's been pretty favorable for us. So uh, we, you know, we're in the middle of uh, you know the season, as we say. So uh, everything's going very well so far. We're we're happy with the results. But I will tell you, it's uh, you know every weekend and weekend and week out until really school starts. Uh, it's been. I think everybody notices, and you can gauge it by going to the grocery store or by riding on US 98 or 30A. Uh, it's it's busy, and our call volume reflects that too. We hit a record number of calls last year. We we responded over 5,000 fire and medical emergencies last year. Wow. Have you had many uh, dehydration type uh, calls this summer? Uh, another great uh, point. Yes, we have. This weather, as everybody knows, and we're experiencing right now, we've had heat indices well over 100 degrees, and we've uh, tried to provide a lot of educational material, whether we're on the beach or just through the fire district itself on hydration early, often, uh, in the context of water, of course, but uh, hydrating early and often and uh, just pacing yourself. This heat is no joke. And when you're over 100 degree heat indexes, in index, it does not take long. So we have responded to quite a few heat related emergencies, fainting, uh, heat exhaustion, that type of thing. Just because I know you a little bit, Chief, um, you go to the mountains up in Georgia sometimes. When That's you go right. up there, do you automatically ask people where are the bears? <laughs> is that on, is that on the forefront of your mind? No, sir. It is not. Uh, that's a great point. I do go to the mountains. Uh, I like. Uh, in fact, it'd be nice to be in that cool air right now, probably. Right. But uh, I love it here. Um, no, but I'm cognizant of the bears. I'm, sure. I'm respectful of what they, who they are, and where they live. So uh, when I'm hiking, my wife and I love to hike the mountains and uh, hike the Appalachian or the Bent McKay Trail. We're cognizant of that. So we take uh, preventative steps and make sure we're aware of that. So it would be no different than I think you're correlating that. If you come here, uh, sharks, they, that's their exactly. domain. That's their it domain. It is. And they, they live in the water. That's correct. Uh, there are times that it's uh, a little bit, I, I don't want to say unsafe, but it is a time in the morning and late afternoons that confuse them a little bit. They might yep. not be able to see you as well as during limited, the day. Right. So that's that's anything you would see on Shark Week about when you should be in the water, not be in the water. It's it's totally. That's a great point. Yeah, I mean it's they're out there. There's a lot of activity, a lot of people in the water. So generally, we're in a pretty good situation. But like you said, right at the you know the crack of dawn or right at the uh, you know twilight in the evening, that might not be the best time to be in the Gulf of Mexico or any large body water. I paddleboarded plenty out there. I've only seen one, and it didn't want anything to do with me. It was an earth shark. So. Right. I've, I've, I see a lot of wildlife out there paddling, and you're right. Just It's more incentive to also to stay on your craft. Yeah, and worried about stepping on an oyster or something yeah, more than that. More, more, more so that than anything else. Thank you. Uh, we're, we're with Chief Rick Talbert. Uh, we really were trying to get a discussion about the beach flags, beach safety, and, and let people know about the double red flag situation that did come up, and it doesn't come up very often, but when it does, we do need to pay attention. Uh, you can go to swfd.org for more information on the flag system. You can also text now. It's 31279. Go ahead and do that, and it'll, it'll opt you in, and you'll get updates about our beaches down here and uh, the water conditions. Right. So 31279. And we do want to stress one more time, when it's double red flags, the beaches are not closed, the water is. That's a great point, Corey. Um, the beaches are not closed. And there was some confusion, I think, floating around out there in the uh, cyber world uh, this week with that. Double red is just that. The water is closed. And uh, deputies and lifeguards would be reminding everybody that. Unfortunately, we had uh, several instances where our lifeguards had to enter the water to uh, bring somebody back in against the advice of law enforcement and, and our uh, lifeguard team. And it's just it's unsettling because it puts our lifeguards under a 
great amount of risk. Our lifeguards train very hard. They're prepared to do a job. Um, we're all highly confident in their skill set and what they can do. But I can tell you, I lose a little sleep at night knowing that when we're double red, when we know everybody should be out of the water, those guards, we're not going to let anybody be stranded. We're going to go for it, and they're going to go all in. That's just who we are in our mission. So uh, I get along and settle when they have to put themselves under what I would say a lot of times unnecessary risk. Well, Chief, thank you for coming by the Airstream today. We appreciate your time. We appreciate all your thank you. staff and uh, everything you do for South Walton. We and, appreciate you guys. Yeah, and, and, and just one last thing here. Enjoy our beaches. Take a little bit more trash away from the beach than you brought. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Chief. All you guys right, have a safe you. day. Thanks for having me. Thank you.